any time he had ever been confused, Tom Hollander, with the other British actor, Tom Holland. And lo and behold, it turns out that Mr. Hollander, once upon a time, received a payment for Tom Holland because they both shared the same talent agency. And of course, for those last few people who don't know about Tom Holland, he is the star of the Marvel Avenger movies, the Spider-Man movies. He's done several other non-superhero movies. That was Matt Kelly. This is Tom Fox. I'd like to welcome you to this episode of Compliance Into the Weeds. Today, we take a look at a humorous story in the mix-up of royalty payments for Tom Holland that was sent to Tom Hollander, and we use it as the start of the Oscar season to take a deep dive into internal controls, internal controls, oversight, processes, a second set of eyes, and have some great fun. I know you'll enjoy it. First, we're going to have a word from our sponsor, Ethico. In the intricate world of ethics and compliance, each second is precious, and slow case closures are more than just delays, they're missed opportunities. Enter Ethico. Our solution revolutionizes case management, cutting case closure times in half, and turning every challenge into a chance for improvement. Imagine a workspace where efficiency and compliance coexist harmoniously. Don't just dream of faster resolutions, make it your reality. Visit ethico.com cpn today to book a demo and dive into our exclusive white paper by Tom Fox, 2023, the year in compliance. Empower your team with the tools they deserve. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back again with Matt Kelly for another episode of the award-winning Compliance into the Weeds. We often talk about current events here, but we rarely get to talk about popular culture or pop culture, but we're going to tie the two together. So, Matt, we had a a great story that came out last week, Um, Hollywood inside baseball at its best, but you, of course, saw it from the compliance perspective. So why don't you set the stage that we can mine it for some compliance lessons? Well, Tom, I assume you are talking about uh, the great, crazy story of the actor Tom Hollander, who uh, was on the Seth Meyers late night show the other week, where he was talking about his career and a new show and whatnot. And Seth Meyers asked him about any time he had ever been confused, Tom Hollander, with the other British actor, Tom Holland. And uh, lo and behold, it turns out that Mr. Hollander, once upon a time, received a payment for Tom Holland because they both shared the same talent agency. And of course, for those last few people who don't know about Tom Holland, he is the star of the Marvel Avenger movies, the Spider-Man movies. He's done several other non-superhero movies. Tom Hollander is a big star. Uh, Tom Holland is a big star. And Tom Holland (laughs) makes a lot of money. And uh, Tom Hollander accidentally once received a bonus check for Tom Holland. It went to Tom Hollander by mistake. And uh, he told the story all about that uh, to Seth Meyers. And actually, Tom, it is a fascinating reminder of why internal accounting controls matter, because that sort of thing is a big deal. Now, I first have to give the disclaimer. This is not Cliff Robertson and Columbia Pictures. (laughs) This is not a fraudulent payment by someone hiding their internal fraud. This is just a regular old, although very big, very public screw-up around internal controls. So uh, why don't you maybe walk us through um, the internal control failures, and you were able to really data mine this for some significant, not only SOCs, but compliance lessons going forward. 
Well, yeah, this is one of those things. It sounds funny. Like, so Tom Hollander is a British character actor. actor. You've all seen him. Even if you don't know his name, uh, you would recognize him pretty much immediately. He was on The White Lotus. He was in Pride and Prejudice. He's in a couple of those Pirate of the Caribbean movies. He's got a new thing coming out, I think, on the FX network sometime very soon. So he's doing the promos. But, you know, Tom Hollander is uh, like he's just very different than Tom Holland in every single way except for the name. So... I assume we don't exactly know how this all happened, but uh, Mr. Hollander said that he and Mr. Holland, they were sharing the same talent agency for a while. We assume somehow that the payment that should have gone to Tom Holland for his work on the Avengers, which Tom Hollander said was in the millions, um, a larger amount than he'd ever seen. You know, I assume that somehow the talent agency just, pulled down the wrong file. It could have been something as simple as an accounting system where you had, I don't know, maybe a drop-down menu of the recipient's name. And I would guess Tom Holland and Tom Hollander are right next to each other. And maybe they just clicked on the wrong name by mistake and they didn't know it. Maybe there was a computer system there that did not automatically catch, wait a minute, we are sending the payment to a person, Tom Hollander, but it is actually made out to a Tom Holland, and yet the bank account owner is Tom Hollander. What's going on? You know, we, we maybe there's a human control failure. Maybe there was a technical control failure. But as cute as this all is right now, imagine that you are a company that has a client named Vladimir Putin or Putin, but you accidentally send a multi-million dollar payment to Vladimir Putin, the head of Russia. This would not be a funny thing. That would be a very serious thing. Everybody would be freaking out. Um, and you would have some real compliance risks there. So you could think that maybe this is a failure of the technical controls. But that sounds to me like it would be a SOX failure because somehow your automated systems are not correctly matching the intended recipient with the bank account getting the payment. Or maybe it is a human failure which doesn't do you any better because then you have to wonder, is this some sort of compliance failure? Could the human be misdirecting some other payments on purpose? Could they be doing that Putin-Putin analogy I just gave a while back there? Um, you know, that maybe there is going to be some other issue there. So as cute as this is, as funny of a story as it is on late night, if you strip that away, this is a serious control failure that no company should want to have happen. And if it did happen at a publicly traded company, this would be a big deal. Um, I don't know if it would be a big SOX deal or a big compliance deal, maybe both. But somebody somewhere would be tasked with investigating this to get to the bottom of why this big deal happened and to fix it. It's, it's actually it's not a funny thing when you think about it. Well, Matt, my wife uh, in her process role often articulates to me, you need a second set of eyes. Is this a type of control that lends itself to a, not a compensating control, but a second set of eyes to oversee that the check or wire went to the correct guy named Tom? I, you know, it depends. Um, that's a very lawyerly answer. I think at a small organization, <laughs> and to be honest, we don't know who this talent agency was. We don't know how big they were. But at a smaller organization, you could arguably have uh, two people review this 
paycheck before it goes out the door, that the person who prepares the payment is not the same as the one who actually approves the payment and they do a double check or they reconcile the uh, payments at the end of the month, something like that. There can be human review controls that take care of this at a smaller organization, but at a large organization, I don't know that you can do that at scale with people. You would have to rely on um, technology to some point. And in the accounting world, this is not news. There is now, they, it's known as robotic process automation, where you know, the person might send in a purchase order and then you receive an invoice and then the accounting system checks the purchase order and the invoice. And then there's one more check to make sure that the payment is going to the right place. And if all of that matches and accounting technology can now do that on its own, the process is now robotically automated and can happen all on its own. So that has to be the way it works at a multi-billion dollar company with thousands and thousands of payment recipients. And, you know, you can't have humans doing it all the time. Um, but still, could this have happened with an automated system? You know, potentially, yes. How could that have happened? I don't know off the top of my head. But you would have to. This is what SOX audits are there for. They root out all the time. How do you know that your payment system can work in this automated fashion? How do you know that nobody has snuck in to change the code of your accounting applications so they could evade that? And what are your IT general controls? And we could dance around this issue for another four hours if we'd like. But this is just a cautionary tale of what can go wrong. It's, a, like I said, a funny cautionary tale, but it's still a cautionary tale. And there are many ways this could be a really sobering, not fun experience for other organizations with other payment recipients. So, Matt, the uh, hypothetical you gave with uh, Vladimir Putin as opposed to Vladimir Putin uh, also brought up for me uh, the potential situation where you could get into some very serious legal or at least regulatory hot water if you sent uh, a check inadvertently or even incorrectly or in a, incorrectly or even inadvertently to someone on a sanctions list. Or it got routed to Dubai, where it could mysteriously move yep. to uh, Iran or to ISIS or another uh, terror uh, group designated with a, a terrorist designation, um, so that you you could get into some pretty good big trouble through this. Well, it, it's all about how would you demonstrate to the regulator that this was an error uh, and that you have quantified how the error happened and corrected it. Because right away, the regulator will want to know, how are you sure this only happened once? How are you sure it happened by accident? How can you convince us of this? Um, it becomes a very sticky, difficult thing. And then you get into all of these questions about what are the assurance controls that you have or the assurance processes you have over your payments process, over your customer due diligence process, um, especially if you're talking about payments to specific people, that could be some sort of anti-money laundering risk, depending on your exact line of work. Um, but it is all about being able to demonstrate that you don't make these mistakes uh, to any reasonable degree, but you know that you have processes in place that can show, that can give assurance, this is why we know it doesn't happen. This is why we know if it does happen, it must be such an odd and bizarre and one in a million circumstance. It's not going to happen for another million payments. 
Um, so therefore, regulator, please don't nail us to the wall. And if you don't have all of that in place, then you're going to have more difficult conversations with the regulators, which really just means more expensive conversations with the regulators. Um, that is why that it is so important to invest in these internal accounting controls. Um, as nerdy as it all sounds, that's what it actually looks like in practice. It is to avoid stuff like this. Um, you know, I had several different people speculate to me that they thought this probably was more of a human error because it probably was a smaller scale talent agency um, where it could be something as simple as the accounts payable clerk starts to type in a name and they get to T-O-M-H-O-L. Oh, yeah, Holland. It's supposed to go there, but you accidentally click on Hollander instead because these autofill um, features come up in software now all the time. That sounds plausible to me. I have no idea if that actually is what happened, but how would a company prevent that from happening in the future? Um, I would love to know what this talent agency was when they realized the error and like, what did they do to ameliorate this internal control weakness? Because that's a big weakness. And, uh, you know, did they automate out the human out of this? Was it a technical control failure where they put a human back in? We could look at this from all sorts of angles. We don't have enough information really to come up with any good conclusions about what happened and what to do, but you can speculate about it all day long. The um, <coughs> uniqueness of this situation would seem to indicate that it only happened once, and Tom Hollander said, at least on Seth Meyers, he only talked about the one time, which led to me to conclude, well, they must have paid Tom Holland before um, correctly, and they did so afterwards. Uh, any kudos to Mr. Hollander for raising his hand and speaking up? Uh, I think that he was mostly just looking for laughs. Although, Tom, you know, you do say that uh, this only happened once. Mr. Hollander said it only happened once with money, but that he's been confused with Tom Holland all the time. Uh, that, you know, if he was calling about, I don't know, getting assistance in his home for like a contractor or a utility company was calling to install service. But people would call him looking for Tom Holland all the time. I would love to know what Tom Holland thinks of all this and whether he ever got a payment or a utility call for Tom Hollander by mistake. Um, but uh, it, it it was just in one of those offhand remarks in pop culture that I don't know that either he or Seth Meyers really understood, and nor should they because they're cool people. And as much as I love accounting controls, it's not cool and sexy. But they did bring up a very important lesson for the rest of us here in this rather dry, nuanced world of internal accounting controls. So we owe them a bit of thanks for brightening up our somewhat dull conversations with some actual cool, fun people talking about fun things in pop entertainment penetrating into our world of accounting controls. Well, I should have said this at that opening, but uh, in honor of the Oscar season, which is now upon us, I thought this was a great topic. I can't wait to see what next week brings, Matt. Thanks, Tom. This is Tom Fox again. The Compliance Podcast Network is sponsored by Ethico. Ethico provides compliance champions like yourself an ethics and compliance optimization system built to turn goals and guidelines into real ROI for your program. 
We've linked to Ethico in the show notes, but if you'd like more information, go to ethico.com slash CPM. If you've enjoyed this episode, I hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review to Compliance Into the Weeds or any of the other podcasts on the Compliance Podcast Network that you'd have enjoyed. We'd love to hear from you. You can email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. Compliance Into the Weeds is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. I hope you'll join Matt and I again next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.